hi, I'm Stephen. Hello, I'm Ben. And welcome to the Dogfight Podcast, where we'll be going over the fights each weekend. <laughs> Hope you enjoy. Fuck you, Ben. We'll do that again. <laughs> Alright, episode two. UFC Vegas 41. The dogs are back. Dogs are back. And uh, good card to come back to. The fights last night were unbelievable. It was a good week hard to uh, come back to. Yeah, but like, uh, but before I want to get into any fights, I want to start talking about all the nonsense that was happening during the week with the wait uh, for the main event between Costa and Martin Vittori. So obviously, originally, it's a middleweight contest. The contract signed. You have to cut your weight. You have to weigh in 185 pounds. You signed the contract. Like what? What? What's the crack here? With why would you not like make 185? It's 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 so annoying if you're. Like on the on the other end of the um, what do you call it? Cage. Like if you're in Marvin Vittori's position, like it's such a shit position to be put in. Like that, uh, your opponent doesn't make weight. Like, do you know what I mean? Yeah, and although and you get twenty percent, it's not fair. Like, and originally they said, okay, well, if Costa can't cut the weight, we'll do it at one ninety five at a catch weight. Okay, no worries. Marvin signs the contract. Next day. Oh, actually, sorry, Costa can't make one ninety five. We're gonna to have to do it at light heavyweight at two hundred and five. So, like, it's so annoying. Like, and sure, uh, Brett Akamoto had the both of them on a split interview, and uh, Paulo Costa was like, "I'll meet you at one eighty five, one ninety five, or two hundred five. <laughs> and it was like, "Mate, you signed the contract at one one eighty five. What are you playing at?" Yeah. Like, and then you were like, "Oh, we'll do it at one ninety five, and then <coughs> you could make that weight either." So now it's at light heavyweight. Jesus yeah. Christ, like, I, I sort of got the impression when mental. all of it was happening that he was doing it on purpose. I don't know. See, his manager, the the, the Paul Brazilian fella, he's, I, I'm not sure about him. Like, he's Figueiredo's coach as well, like, he, yeah. or uh, manager, sorry. But um, I'm not really. Mm. But what it's do you a think? bit weird. Like, it's sus just, you know what I mean? Like, because Paulo Costa came out and said that he did need new management and he said he signed the contract and it said 205 on it now. Then why are you talking about 195, 185 yeah. in your interviews? Like, it's just a load of I mean, he, he said in the press conference after the fight that he tore his bicep and yeah. that's why he couldn't cut the weight. Sure, he was blocked against Dizzy as well. Yeah, it's, but it's so. Before, obviously, before all that came out, because that came out after the fight. Like leading up to it, I was thinking these are all games. He's doing this on purpose. He had yeah. no, he had no intention of cutting the weight. He was going to do it at two or five because he knows Marvin Vittori yeah. isn't the type of guy to turn down a fight. He's yeah. going to sign the contract yeah. anyways, even if the other person can't weigh in. Playing like a almost UL Romero type of card, yeah. like yeah. So I thought he was doing it on purpose, and then I, I actually, I thought um, I had Costa winning. You know, a week before the fight, if you asked me who I thought yeah, was going to win, I'd yeah. say Costa. Thinking then, because the fight was going to be yeah, at 185. Yeah, right? and then all this comes out, and I oh, was like, emotion. nah, I think um, I think Marvin's going to win. I changed my um, changed my prediction coming into it. Yeah, it's a, it was a load of madness, like, so... Crazy, like, yeah. it, he should have he fought at 185, like, but and fair play to Marvin for stepping up and just being like, you know what yeah. it is, fuck you, yeah, I'm still fighting you. And he, he, he said in his interview, he's like, I'm just going to have to beat him more. Do you know what I mean? So, yeah. But uh, well, then we'll get into the fight. Then uh, we start straight away. With we the, we get the to, we event, get like. to the kids at, at the end. Um, it does end up happening. You know, Marvin signed the contract, and it's a good thing he did because oh, what definitely. a fucking fight! It was unbelievable, absolute like, war from the start. Like it was, it was a uh, the first round was like the first sorry uh, minute of the first round was a bit scary because Paulo Costa just was he didn't throw a lot. He was just par. It was so much par behind it. Two big leg kicks as well. Oh my god, they were ferocious. Yeah, and you were like, "Oh shit, he's gonna fucking spark Marvin out here." And then 
he went off balance remember and he went flying back against the cage and Marvin just switched on was like fucking attack and from that point on he didn't switch off he was on yeah. the ball constantly I actually think just touching on it there the leg kicks I thought that was going to be a big factor coming into yeah. this fight I thought part of uh, Paulo Costa's game plan would be to chew the legs of Vittori because I went back and watched uh, all of Vittori's fights during the week and I honestly in you all you said he doesn't throw kicks it's not that he doesn't th- he doesn't throw a lot of kicks or leg kicks himself but I've I never seen him check, check a single yes, leg that's kick right, that's what you said. now there was only a handful of times that people tried to kick him in the leg but he doesn't check them he just sort of shakes his head at you like oh yeah that didn't hurt but yeah, you know, just to play it, off, it obviously hurts he just got kicked in the, the leg to be fair to him you, you seen that in the fight over the five rounds he didn't implement kicks at all like it wasn't really a, a, a part of the game plan for him it was just primarily box, primarily boxing and a wee bit tiny bit of wrestling it's very risky throwing kicks against Paulo Costa because if he catches one and puts you on your back he's so much bigger than you you know coming into the fight he's probably about 220 pounds he probably had about 15 pounds on Vittori on fight day so if he can catch a kick uh, sweep him get him to the ground and just stay on top you know Vittori's going to have a tough time getting back up so it's prob- that might be why it's it's risky to throw kicks against someone like Costa you seen you seen the fight as well like, with the grappling like he he, he was struggling big time because he was so big like but the power it was so mad to see that how quickly Paulo Costa gassed out after in, like, in the first round and then Marvin started to obviously tally up and you're like right Marvin definitely won that round his straight left was his money weapon it was oh, his, his left it was straight so, is oh, so sharp on the button every time. Brilliant, I loved it. Like yeah, and um, Costa, Costa actually to me, Costa looked gassed after the first round. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, he yeah. gassed in the first round, I, and then Marv, Marvin's pressure was so smart and oh, oh, it was brilliant. Like he cut him off beautifully, and he didn't let. Um, he wasn't like faced by Costa's power. He respected Costa had power, but he wasn't like. I'm gonna start backing up because you're connecting here and really hit, like hitting me. Like he had um a, a mad jab and he didn't even move. I was like, what the fuck's going on here? Like he just his head like snapped back for a second, but it it was just straight back on. He was like didn't even phase him. He's like straight back there. I don't care. I'm coming straight back at you. Helped him. Like yeah, that. and uh, like you were saying there when it came to the grappling. Um, funny enough at the press conference Marvin said that uh, whenever he had him against the cage because Costa is so big he was struggling to get his arms around him that's to try and crazy. get his like, like, he was, so he sort of abandoned the grappling was like, it's not that he's a good wrestler it's just that he's so big I cannot get my arms around him to do anything I was like that's crazy so yeah if, if, if Costa actually had done a better job of maybe doing a bit of wrestling himself yeah. I know Vittori is a good wrestler yeah. but if he gets top position against Vittori or had have got top position against Vittori it might have been he the way, for the way to win the, f- the, f- the fight. He did for a bit, but it didn't seem to, again, face Marvin. He was happy to, you know, not stay there, but, like, work his, do his work, like, and try and get out and get into a better position. Like, yeah. he was not at any point, like, I am now uh, not going to fight you because you're too powerful. Even after the head kick, was it in the second round when he took that head kick? Oh, my God. It, can, it was like the UL Romero one. He just oh yeah! It like it was nothing, and you can hear the power in them Paulo Costa kicks. Like it's just not what you want to hear. Like you don't want to be taking them kicks. Like oh no! Yeah, and that's the thing as well. You know, Marvin Vittori is such a like he's a fighter's fighter. Do you know yeah, what I mean? Definitely. He's a he's a hard man, and uh, I don't think there's any situation in a cage that he would feel uncomfortable in. No, like definitely you, not. even um, I'm not sure about not sure what round it was, but did you see um, Costa got a guillotine? 
uh, on Vittori, but Vittori gave him the guillotine. He leaned his head oh, in. Oh, yes, that's right. Yeah. And he tripped him up. With yeah, the and then swept yes. him. Yes. He was like, I feel so comfortable yeah. with you yeah. going for a guillotine. That's I'll right. let you do it. Yes, and then I'm going to sweep you. I, I remember thinking that. I was like, yeah. he is so yeah comfortable. Right, He doesn't... He's not like afraid of Costa in any way. No. Just because he's big and he has power doesn't mean he's going to beat you. Like, you know what I mean? Your chin, his chin held out so beautifully. And like Paulo Costa was wobbled a good few times. Yeah. Out, like because of that left hand straight down the pipe. Like, yeah, well, Marvin Vittori's head must be made out of granite. I definitely, definitely. The something amount there, like, of damage he took. I mean, he didn't, it wasn't the volume of strikes that yeah, he took. Yeah. It was the power behind them. Yeah. And see, when he did take one of them big, massive strikes, he reset. He was like, right, you got me. But he didn't even acknowledge it. He was just like, we're, we're still here. We're still going to fight you. And he was even smarter about it. He didn't let Paulo Costa connect with two, three, four. It was only one or maybe two. Do you know what I mean? It was never a lot of strikes. And Paulo, that's what, like, Paulo Costa usually pressures you up against the cage, throwing barrage after barrage, and he'll eventually get you with something. Like, and then what do we see in the first round as well? Paulo, or, yeah, Paulo Costa is back on the cage, and Marvin Vittori doing exactly what Paulo Costa should be doing. Yeah, you, you don't really see Costa getting back. Bullying up. him. No. Because before, up to his run in the UFC, up until Izzy, he backed everyone else up. Literally and everyone. It wasn't that Izzy backed up Costa. He was just smart and was able to circle yeah. out and get yeah. out of the way and just completely nullify his attacks. And he chewed his leg up so he couldn't really walk on it. Beautifully. It was so, yeah, the fact the fact that Marvin was backing him up, you know, that's, that's big. It was, that's yeah, big. It, it was huge. It's, 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 uh, Marvin said as well that he didn't want to uh, fight uh, Paulo Costa the way you know Izzy fought him. He was going to get Paulo Costa out of there in a different way and he did do you know what I mean well he didn't get him out of there he uh, took him to the decision but he still fucking beat the shit out of him for five rounds like well fifth round was actually Paulo Costa's uh, round of yeah yeah how he recovered after getting fucking chewed up like it's so mad like because it, it, it <clears throat> see because of the weight difference Paulo Costa was able to eat them shots and keep uh, going forward and level well, not going forward but not go down do you know what I mean it wasn't like um if he was fighting an actual light heavyweight like John Jones say if John Jones was you know not all the way on sparked out definitely yeah. I don't see Paulo Costa getting out of the third round like no chance no no way but uh, yeah I think um, the fifth round like you said there he came out all guns blazing but yeah. he had to yeah because and not only was so exciting about him not only was he down two clear rounds and then one maybe round so yeah. you could argue he was down three rounds but then the point he got taken as well for the eye poke, poke that's right. yeah which was a quite it was quite a strange one because usually when it comes to getting a point taken for an eye poke or a groin shot the referee will pause the fight give you a warning and then it will continue yeah and then yeah, yeah, the next yeah. time it happens you'll get a point taken unless the severity of the yeah, penalty yeah, yeah. you know dictates that it, it deserves a point without a warning if it's yeah, something really yeah, bad yeah. Um, but the referee had warned him beforehand he hadn't stopped the fight but he was giving him warnings he to stop did, yeah. stop yeah. putting his fingers yeah. out and I think that's what, what uh, the referees are trying to implement now that they are going to be more stern towards certain things like the eye pokes because it can't take one poke in the eye and you're done like it's it's uh, it's terrible like I think Part of the eye poke situation that is a bit stupid is the actual instruction that the referees give the fighters after they do the penalty because they say to them, either close your fist or hold your fingers up. 
just close your fist. Yeah. You don't yeah. need to hold your fingers up. Yeah. That just increases the chances of Definitely. an eye poke anyway. Definitely. So I don't get why the referees don't just say, close your fist and keep it closed. Yeah. Keep fighting. Well, it, it, here's, a, here's a good argument on this. Do you ever hear of a fella called Trevor Whitman? Uh, uh, rings a bell, yeah, Ben. Yeah, yeah, it does. Yeah. It rings a he, bell. He is a Justin Gagey coach. Oh, really? Rose, yeah, Rose yeah. Namunez, Kamara no Uzman. way. Oh, brilliant guy. Like, he developed his own glove where you can't really eye poke someone because yeah. it when you put your hand on the glove it curves your hand so your your hand is in a natural uh punching position do you know yeah. what i mean it's not like your your freedom to actually poke people's eyes so that and that's what should happen you know what i mean in the in the future the ufc should change their gloves and definitely get some sort of pattern where they don't need to bring the referees into this or the fighters you know don't need to get I, I poked as much. Yeah, Trevor Whitman's gloves look, uh, they look like a much better design. Sure, we've seen um, Justin Gacy showing how it worked where uh, he dropped yeah. like a metal ball on, on the cloth. The G- on JRE, yeah. Um, uh, and compared it between the UFC one and you could see the absorb the way that the Trevor Whitman's glove absorbs impact is a yeah. lot better than the way the UFC glove does yeah. and the way that, it, like you say, it's shaped that prevents eye pokes. Exactly, but yeah. what was the issue? It was um, UFC wanted to own the the patent, the patent yeah, whereas Trevor yeah. Whitman just wanted to sell it to them yeah yeah, 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 yeah so yeah. that's and that's understandable from Trevor Whitman's point of view you don't want something that you created for someone else to take and be like now we own it and we can do whatever we want with it and you don't get a say in it yeah but those those gloves would be good for getting rid of eye pokes um Definitely. but yeah like I said you know coming out in the fifth round there uh, Costa had to come out guns blazing because he got a point taken off for that eye poke and he was probably down two or three rounds so. If he didn't come out like that, then you've got to ask questions. But I was surprised because he looked extremely gassed. It kind of reminded me of the fight a couple of weeks ago, you know, the big boxing fight, Deontay and Tyson. Tyson. No, the way Deontay looked very tired oh, and he yes, kept just yes, swinging yes, anyways. Yes, yes. I, got, I got those kind of vibes who cost a lot. Even, like, you see those hooks he was throwing to the body? Oh, oh my God. Nasty. And you, you started to see Marvin start yeah, to wince yeah, and all, yeah, start yeah. to get hurt by the, the body kicks. and and Because he did just primarily go right, you know what it is? His head's just fucking made of something different here, so I'm just going to go for the body so but it was uh like you said like he was down on the scorecards like so he had to just go out for it and that's what you want to see as a fan like you want to see the fighter really does he really want to win and he did and he did come prepared like but he should have been fighting at 185 is the main point of the yeah but uh, definitely did start to see in the fifth round marvin was feeling the shots you could tell you could tell that it was starting to get to him but you know, twenty minutes of fighting someone like Costa. It, it, it's it's pretty mad that it took 20, 25 minutes. Like you know, the, yeah. the end of the the like well, the last round, like halfway through the fifth round, you started to see Marvin start to really uh, take the damage, and you're like, Jesus Christ, he's actually human. Like do you know what I mean? Like it shows you those kicks. Mental. Oh mental. my god. How how is uh, Paulo Costa's shin not broken? And oh, how I, is how is Marvin Vittori's arm not broken? My foot was a uh, balloon. My foot was a balloon, Ariel. I can't believe Paulo Costa came off of that. Uh, in the, the, the press like, conference after. It's like one of the first words he says. He goes, My foot was a balloon, Ariel, yeah. <laughs> oh my god, that's too funny. But you know, you would expect that because um oh, yeah. Marvin blocked Marvin me. blocked yeah. most of them with yeah. his uh, forearm, yeah, so yeah. And that's that's what you noticed. You, you did see that, mo- like, the 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 sound of them was the sound of Paulo Costa's shin hitting Marvin Vittori's arm. Do you know what I mean? Not necessarily his body. Every time it was mostly his arm, but yeah. uh, that it, like te- wears on you. Like, do you know what I mean? It can break your you can break your fucking arm at any point. Like, do you know what I mean? But 
mental. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I'm surprised. I'm surprised Costa's shin isn't broken and Vittori's uh, elbow isn't broken. But why? Oh, it was such a good fight. I think um, Vittori was smart in the last round. Even um, the last few seconds, he just got him against the cage and seen the fight out. Was like, I've got this in the bag. This yeah, is mine. yeah, yeah. But it was a wee bit risky because Paulo was just wanted to fucking kill him. You could yeah. see at the end and all, he was like, "Why have you got me up against the cage?" And he tried to slap him and all. And you're like, "Mate, you just got you got paced up yeah. for five rounds." Like well, he does need to work on his cardio, like yeah, definitely. But like you say, Costa has so much power. It kind of was the story of the fight where. Costa was backed up a lot himself, yeah, yeah. but whenever Vittori was attacking, even though he was being successful with strikes, he can't stay in the pocket for too long. Definitely not. Even if you're winning the fight, you have to continue going mm-hmm. in and out. Yeah. Because if you stay in, regardless of how tired Paulo Costa is, he can just throw one of those big hooks or a big kick, and then it's night-night. There was a great moment where that happened, where Paulo, or Marvin Vittori had him up against the cage, and he was striking, 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 and then Paulo Costa was eating him, and he was like, right and he, he just lowered his levels a wee bit and went I think it was two or three shots to the body oh and it yeah was hard like and you could hear them and then Martin Vittori came out and you're like shit might have been in the fifth might have been in the fifth yeah. but it was it was what you're talking about you know you, you can't stay in the pocket for too long you need to be in out fucking working yeah. your angles you can't just sit there as a target like were you surprised that neither of them really tried to implement uh, wrestling as much as they did? Well, but like we did say, Marvin was struggling to, yeah. to, to I, get I, his he grips. He would have wanted to if he could, but and Paulo Costa is sort of, that's not his style, so it's not really a uh, forum to wrestle. Yeah, I think one, one of the only times I've ever seen Costa, you know, in, back in the Ultimate Fighter, Brazil. He was wrestling uh, He was wrestling a wee bit then, Jeez. but it's because he was so big, he yeah, was just trying to take yeah. people down and smash them. Yeah, He might have been fighting at a heavier weight as well. Possibly, yeah. Because possibly he, he was. His, his reach is very short. Like, sure, he got beaten the Ultimate Fighter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He gassed in that as well, but that was like it, early career. It's so. something he really needs to work on, like because it's it really showed. Like in the first round, like if you were so gassed that you couldn't work in the second, third, and fourth. Well, the second he did, and then the point got deducted. But the third and fourth, he just took them rounds off, and then the the fifth round he came out guns blazing. But it's so. You need to definitely strategize for the five round fight. You can't just go in expecting you're going to knock a person out in the yeah. first round. Like, but that's just got me thinking. See the fact that Paulo Costa has had cardio problems in his early days, and he's having cardio problems now. Yeah. That's a pretty big indication yeah. to me that you know what? You probably should fight at light heavyweight. Yeah, yeah. you probably definitely. should stop cutting 20, definitely. 30 pounds to get the middleweight and just, you know, just killing them too much. Yeah. Because you look look at Jan Blachowicz. Yeah. Look at his physique. And then look at Paulo. Paulo Costa looks yeah. so much bigger than him and he yeah. fights 20 pounds below him. Yeah. It makes no sense. But I think, yeah. Fight, what do you think Think about that? You know, Dana White at the press conference saying that that's his weight. You know, usually we don't tell people what weight to fight at. Yeah. But after a situation like this, we're telling you what weight you're fighting at. Because it's not the first situation. Do you know what I mean? It was one of the fights was after... Uh, Paulo, whenever Paulo Costa fought Uel Romero, he weighed was it now you weigh in at one eighty five the day before, and when he was walking into the cage, he weighed two fourteen. That's uh, what? <laughs> what? Like that? That's that's heavyweight. Twenty nine you know I mean? pounds in a day. That's insane. Like, oh and the God. Nevada were like, we don't want someone cutting as much as you cut. Like, you're so far off your natural weight. Like, it's not. You really aren't. Shouldn't be doing this. But I, I, I agree with Dana. Like, he definitely should um, make him cut the 205. Like, because weight cutting is such a 
it's such a uh, big impact on the fighters like Darren Till more, Jorge Masvidal wouldn't be able to knock out Darren Till if he was like you know fighting him at 185 because Darren Till's a huge boy like do you yeah. know what I mean and it, it was only because he cut down to 180, 170 and then couldn't gain his natural weight back he, he got sparked yeah as soon as he got hit with a clean yeah. shot he got yeah. knocked out yeah. but it was a very good shot oh, of course yeah. like, it's not and because he stepped yeah. in with it as well yeah. there's Jorge's so much genius, like, whenever genius. you step in with a shot there's so much extra power yeah. behind it yeah. So. yeah yeah it was it was a beautiful knockout shot but still I think Darren Till would have been able to deal with it a, a lot better he wouldn't have, I don't think he would have went lights out with it if uh, he was a, his natural weight yeah well uh, wonder what's next for Vittori because it is a bit of a strange one because um, if Izzy's the champ and he's beat him twice already so he's probably going to just have to keep fighting people uh, well, in the it, top five. Izzy and Rob next is it not? Yeah it is. Yeah we'll give Marvin the winner of that if there's no other clear contender that comes up anyone anyone that's sort of coming up now and has a good name about them give them to Marvin let Marvin eat them alive. Well you've got the so I'd love to see him, him and Izzy go a third time and if it goes a third time I don't never fight again. But you've got Cannoneer uh, Exactly, yeah. who's, who's he fighting Jack Hermanson was it no it's not Jack Hermanson Cannonier and Derek Brunson oh that's probably going to be the eliminator for the, the next fight, fight yeah, after Izzy yeah. and Rob I think to be fair I think Marvin smoked both of them yeah Marvin Marvin Marvin's proved very good last night he really proved himself last night as a top top contender like although uh, uh, Izzy's at the top like you, you look at Paulo Costa and you do need someone with a good range and someone who can really get power behind their shots and even you don't necessarily need power but accuracy do you know what I mean someone with pinpoint accuracy like Izzy yeah but that's the thing I don't see I don't see Marvin or Paulo Costa beating Izzy ever no, that's another reason why no. I think it's a he's, good idea for Costa to go up the light heavyweight he's too much Izzy's an enigma at that uh, weight class he's too you do see him defending for two years like yeah, yeah. Like, like Kamar Usman I think but we'll see. But um, maybe one day Usman will step up the middleweight and dethrone oh Izzy. God. Oh my god! I, I don't think they'll ever fight. But Israel Adesanya, like he's just—I don't know. I, it's something weird about him. Like he's—he's he's that good. Do you know what I mean? Like he's really that good. Yeah. Well, Jan Blahovic, uh, but that, he showed I, how to beat him. Not his weight class, though. Yeah, yes, but he, he showed how to beat him. He did, but you, you're not gonna. Jan Blachowicz is not going to make 185. Do you know what I mean? Is he's a lot skinnier than Jan? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? You do need a lot. Of, like that shows you what weight classes are there for. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. But if it was maybe if Jan Blachowicz weighed in at 200 pounds, and is he weighed in at 200? Do you know because the, for the 205 fight, is he weighed in at 200? Maybe maybe it would have been a wee bit less of a you know powerhouse because Jan is a lot bigger than him, and a lot more natural for 205. Like, but I think is he's not going to get paid for years yeah, yeah he's going to yeah. keep back keep that's back it Vittori um, I could see Vittori just you know staying busy in that division and just you know beating everyone in the top five and then maybe in a, a year maybe anyone that beats Vittori feed him dizzy <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah yeah but that's, just, but, and that's so like sort of disrespectful to say you know what I mean that he is a wee bit of a gatekeeper but at the same time it is like it, you can't really what are you supposed to do yeah do you when know what you I mean? get if you do have a third fight with Izzy and you get beat again what are you supposed to do yeah do you know what I mean wait for him to not take it and then wait for him to retire I'll tell do you, you know what, what I mean? Rob Whitaker might beat Izzy but so oh well you never know like uh, Izzy but it's cause look, look at the way Izzy dealt with him the first time do you know what I mean anyone that puts pressure on Izzy and comes in he, he will just 
duck out of the way and hit you and knock you out. And that's that's necessarily what he yeah. does. Like, do you know what I mean? If you put pressure on him, he will just get out of the way and hit you on, with something. And it's just nasty. But yeah, so the main event last night, unbelievable fight. Yeah, but okay. even before that, the whole card. I love the card. I thought the card was actually class. It was a good. Um, for not having a lot of names behind them, do you know what I mean? For most people, they would only really know Paulo Costa. May not yeah. even know Marvin Vittori. Marvin Vittori. Yeah. Well, the uh, the co-main event that was an interesting fight because uh, Grant Dawson. I've watched a few of his fights before. Very impressive. I think he's before this fight. I think he was seventeen and one. Pretty the draw. Yeah, that was the fight Two that was a draw. Ten eight round at the yeah. end. That's crazy, isn't it? Yeah, Your you don't man. really see that much in a in a in a fight like. It's a strange one because I don't know. I don't actually know what the criteria is for a ten eight round. I remember seeing the criteria for a ten eight round is either someone just getting dominated. You know, yeah. they don't even get a punch in, or they yeah. don't show any kind of advancements. It's like four strikes. They're like one hundred and five. Yeah, like that's a ten eight. Or another criteria for a ten eight round is one in which the fight actually should have been stopped. So if you if yes. you're a judge and you think the fight should have been stopped, you yeah. give a ten eight round for yeah. that. Um, so yeah, I don't, it's strange because whenever the fight ended, uh, you could see uh, your man Ricky. Um, Pointing, saying, "Oh, he's out," because he had him in a choke, and then the buzzer yeah. went, and he was you know, Grant Dawson well, was rolling all over the mat. The, this is the thing: if if he if the buzzer wasn't there and he stayed in that choke, would he have went out? Probably. Yeah. So that's why you would give a ten eight. I think the fight would have yeah. would have been stopped. Do you know what I mean? But mm. it didn't. But yeah, but Grant Grant Dawson he gassed. Yeah, he did. He yeah, did. hard. And it's 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 tough for a person because I uh, he didn't. He hardly threw a strike. He was just. Fuck yeah, I'm wrestling you. Yeah, the whole time, like that's and that's hard to do, like, and that's oh my god, see, like trying to defend that the whole time. That's the most annoying thing if you're a striker. You want to just throw hands and someone's just trying to grab your, grab your hips, grab your legs. It's wrestling is probably a lot more, you know, cardio, like grinding. Yeah, than than striking is. Yeah, it it, it wears your cardio away a lot more than striking does. Really does. So I think that that's just what happened. It was the first two rounds, he was pushing the pace with the wrestling, and then yeah, the he done well. He done well cast. to like keep, keep him in the body triangle and stuff, and like proper just keep that pressure and not let him out of anything. But uh, yeah, completely gassed in the third round, just didn't show anything, and yeah. it ultimately fucked him. Like he got two ten eights against him. Like two judges gave it a ten eight. Two one judge give give him the fight, and to be fair, you know he did work really hard for it, but. You can't just not fight in the third round. You know what I mean. Yeah. You can't just sit there and do nothing. Yeah, well, I hope I, I hope he learns from it and he um, improves the cardio because Grant Dawson definitely looks like one for the he's future. Good fighter, like very good, good fighter. fighter, and he's he's tough. You love a fighter who's tough. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Not like a not like a pretty boy who's just in there to make money, but yeah. you know, someone like someone like a he gets gives me like Justin Gaethje vibes. He yeah, just he's wants never to eat. give up. Yeah, yeah, he yeah. just wants to get in there and yeah. fight. Well, you seen that with the wrestling? He never gave up even well, after he got. Uh, a few defended he just kept going and going and going do you remember his last fight before this one no mate remind me so I'm pretty sure he was two rounds down against who do you remember I do not remember who he was fighting that's um, not off the top of my head so he was two rounds down Mm -hmm. coming into the third round he starts putting things together right yeah doing his doing his wrestling Um, 10 seconds left right yeah he's got top position 
postures up and just starts throwing hammer fist after hammer fist after hammer fist and after about four or five you start seeing the guy's no head just bouncing off the canvas oh, and like, yeah, he's yeah. out cold yeah two seconds left what there was two seconds left in the oh, fight oh i did see yes. that yes i did see that I did see that. Yeah, 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 yeah. So he's, yeah. you know... Was I, that in the Apex as well? It was in the yeah, Apex, yeah. Yeah, yeah, you know, So Grant Dawson, he's a very exciting fighter. Yeah, he's so very good, yeah. but sort them cardio issues yeah, out. definitely, definitely. He got lucky to get a draw away from him because he would have went out if he did, if that buzzer wasn't there with that choke. Yeah. And what about uh, Alice Caceres, the vet? Oh, mate, what a fight that was with yeah. your man Do- Doho Choi or something, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. Sengwu Choi. Sengwu Choi? Yeah. Got yeah. the submission in the third oh, round. Man, what? Second or round? second round, sorry, second. second. Round. First round, sure. Alex Chris Caceres got dropped on all in the first round. Mm. Um, and then your man got a, a point deducted for an eye poke. But your man definitely won that round. And uh, what was it the second round? He got an eye poke deducted. I can't remember. Well, but, it doesn't uh, really matter because yeah, it, it didn't go yeah, to the distance. Yeah, yeah. But it, Alex Caceres, like, he was so... Uh, he was so flowy and snappy with his uh, with his combinations. Like he he landed a wee question mark kick, the wee slap across the face. It was beautiful. Like, but he's um a vet, and he he's on a five fight win streak now. That's crazy. In the featherweight division, give him someone good. Sean Shelby, sort that man out. Give him a good fighter. He reminds me a wee bit of Kevin Holland. Do you know what I mean? The way he's like Bruce Lee and shit, and he loves his wee acts. He's good, like yeah. well, know. Bruce Leroy. That's his nickname, isn't it? Bruce Leroy. Bruce Leroy. Yeah, he's a vet. He's yeah. he's had a lot of fights. He was the on the Ultimate Fighter when um, John. I can't remember his name, but GSP brought him in the Thai guy. Oh, he comes in drunk and yeah, beats everyone he up. He beats everyone up. Alex yeah. Xaris is there, and he's like. Just beats everyone up and he's yeah. drunk. Imagine <laughs> they're just showing up to train and yeah. absolutely yeah. hammered. Boys are built different. Yeah, yeah. Different. they fight every day. Yeah, yeah, and smoke and drink sometimes yeah. at nighttime. In between oh. rounds. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, and then uh, what did you think? Probably um, the least interesting fight in the card for me. Just there wasn't a lot of action. But Francisco Trinaldo and Dwight Grant. Uh, was the the eye poke and stuff? Yeah, the yeah. eye poke. Yeah. Yeah, it was a wee bit. Um, Trinaldo was p- pressuring him, pressuring him, and they were sort of trying to feel each other out and not going for it and fainting and stuff. It was like that Mike Perry, faint, faint, faint. Yeah, faint. I got I got the impression not, that Dwight, really go. Dwight Grant was so afraid of the power yeah. because when I... a few times. Yeah, the, whenever I see someone with their back against the cage, there's two different reasons. You're either backing yourself up against the cage because you're trying to fight, you're trying to counter, and that's your fighting style, yeah, yeah. or you're being backed up. Yeah, it looked like he decided to back up. Yeah, he was staying out of yeah, range. Yeah, happy to yeah. come along and try and counter you. And, and he, yeah, especially him. in the first round, Grant seemed a bit hesitant to throw anything whenever an opportunity did arise because he got hit with a couple of strong left hands, and I think that probably would have. Yeah, but you know, Ronaldo's old as well, and he did, you know, take his time. You would expect Grant Dawson to come come at him with something. Do you know what I mean? Try and put him on the back foot because it would. Isn't that Grant Dawson? Grant Dawson was the what other. What Dwight Grant. Dwight Grant. You're getting mixed Close up. Enough. You're Close getting enough. mixed up. But um, yeah, you would expect him to come out and put uh, Trinaldo on the back foot and try and make him work a wee bit harder. Yeah. And, you know, because he is a wee bit older and try and get him. Get well, him whenever, whenever he did throw strikes himself, he did have some success. He had a couple of nice strikes to the body, but... He, he just had the he, range on him, I think, as well. Yeah, he but was he just... He, yeah, he just seemed so afraid to get busy. Yeah. You can't really fight like that. And sure, um, the eye poke as well. That was a nasty eye poke. Did you see yeah, that? Yeah, his oh reaction to it. The, uh, the doctor and all gave him a wee bit of cloth and all. And it started going all over his face. But uh, it was a 
it was pretty good of uh, Jason Hargov the Herzog to um, take a point. I do. I I don't like eye pokes at all. It's the most terrifying. Oh, they're thing nasty. Like, could you imagine your eye coming out after? <laughs> oh my god! No, yeah. it's so it keeps me up at night. Like, scares yeah, me no. Imagine that happened to you in training one day. Oh, God, you wouldn't be I going back. Go back. Yeah, you wouldn't go back. Yeah, you wouldn't go back. I, 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 I'd wear a patch over my eye and be like, I, I tell people some big mad story. I got shot in the eye. Totally eye. Did you see the first fight as well? A wee bit of controversy. It was at the Martinez and. You know what, Ben? I'm not even going to try and pronounce the name of these Sorry? two fighters. There you go there. Vela. Vela Nuvia. Oh, yes, yes, yes. And Nuga Moreno. Was the co- controversy about the strikes at the back strikes of the head? Strikes to the back of the that head. That wasn't really that bad, I don't think. He was trying to aim for the ear. Do you not think so? He was, Yeah, well, just because you're trying to aim for the ear doesn't mean that's where you were hitting. He was hitting yeah. him in the back of the head. Not, not too bad. like. Yeah, not too bad, but at the end of the day, those are the strikes that the fight got called on, and they were hitting him in the back of the head. I thought it was a wee bit controversial. Felt like they should have at least looked at it after the fight. Because yeah. even Paul Felder, whenever he was commentating, he was like, yeah, those strikes look like they're at the back of the head. But uh, yeah, nonetheless, nonetheless, here's the decision. We'll be back to you soon. Like, nobody just seemed to want to talk about it yeah. because I feel like they fucked up a wee bit. But um, it should have been stopped anyway because he was out. Um, yeah. I mean, like you say, they weren't like bad well, strikes. That may, that's maybe what prompted the referee to, you know, call it. Yeah, he was, like, they, he was he was screwed anyway. So let's just get him out. They of here weren't like spot on the back of the head. Yeah, yeah. Some I, that's them, why I think he, he did get away with it because it wasn't as damaging as you would, you know. It's not pretty impressive knockout though. One minute, it's all it took. Yeah, it's crazy. But then before that, how fucking good were the prelims? Oh, the prelims are class. Oh. The prelims are lethal. I love the prelims. Was... A lot of the times, I miss the prelims. Yeah, and. So many people you don't know like put on such a good show because they're hungry for it and they yeah. really want it. Like it really was good. I enjoyed the the Jonathan Martinez and the other boy. I'm not even gonna try and pronounce the other boy's name. Like, but it was a good fight. Like, what about Mason Jones and Onama? What about I that like for Mason a fight? Jones, like, I mean, Mason, I like Jones. Mason Jones. Michael Bisping was doing a good job of begging him up uh, yeah, during the yeah, fight. Yeah, yeah. Any chance he could get, yeah, yeah, any yeah, chance definitely. Bisping could get yeah. to promote him or say something good about him, he was dead. But I love that shit, to yeah, be fair. Yeah, you know, definitely, definitely. Try and promote the, the home talent and get them up there. Yeah, there's not a lot of people no, coming out of Wales. Spe- yeah, especially Wales. Like, and your wee boy, Jack Shore. Oh, he's so good. And Mason Mount, or... Mason, Mason, Mason Mount. Mount. <laughs> Mason Jones, uh, he done well. Like, it's so mad that he said he gassed after the first round. If that's a, if that's the case, I'd, I'd need to see more of this kid. Like, you need to see what he can really do against someone good. Like, do you know what I mean? If he has a yeah a good gas, I respect I respect the honesty as well. Uh-huh. Just straight up yeah. after the fight. Mm-hmm. You know what, Michael? Actually, first time in my career, I've gassed. I don't yeah, know why. Yeah, I don't yeah. know how, but I ran out of energy. But uh-huh. here, still won the fight, anyways. <laughs> And uh, what about your man? You Onama done actually beautifully. He's so he explosive. A, he fought a beautiful fight. Like he he uh, he shouldn't be like disappointed about that fight. He done really well. Like he's so explosive. No, Every he, all of his movements are just no, so coming quick. Into the fight. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. See, even um, when uh, Jones was wrestling, see, even the way that um, he was popping out um, and twisting and turning yeah, his hips, yeah, like yeah, it's yeah. so explosive. Yeah, I don't. Yeah. How do you move that quick? Three rounds, yeah. like crazy. And crazy. His, stri- his striking as well. He yeah. definitely um, seemed to be quicker on the feet yeah. than Jones. Uh, definitely had the... Oh, you all right there, mate? I just had the burp. 
But uh, <laughs> <laughs> but no, Unama, I think he just needs a wee bit more experience. Just uh, his first fight, now he settled in the UFC. He might, he might have learned a good few things about you know actually preparing for fights or whatever happened. Or but he, I, I think I could see him becoming a prospect. Pretty yeah, quick. and uh, another fight on the prelim that I thought was pretty good, Jay Herbert. Jay Herbert. Herbert. He was a champion in Cage Warriors and he came over to the UFC and they gave him two really tough fights for his first two. I actually think one of them was against Trinaldo, the guy who was fighting on the main card against Grant, uh, the one we were just talking about. So Jay Herbert, he had... Oh, yes, worthy, yeah. Yeah, so he he came into the UFC as the uh, Cage Warrior, after being the Cage Warriors champion in his weight division. Yeah. Gets fed the two absolute animals for his Mm -hmm. first two fights. Lost both of them, and then came out last night with an absolutely lovely knockout in the first round. He's got some nice hands. He's got really good boxing. Oh yes, that's when Worthy uh, he, he pressured Worthy up against the cage, and then Worthy just started throwing back as if what what like he just wanted to throw back for some stupid reason instead of trying to duck. He dive got emotional. And, what was it uh, in uh, dodge Dep- duck dive dodge, dodge and dive i, I don't so, know yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. He, he was not defensive at all he was just like right i'm getting sparked there so i'm going out guns blazing throwing back yeah stupidest decision ever but yeah good to see herbert getting his first win in the ufc yeah. after having a tough start because yeah. he's another uk fighter who you know you want to see the uk fighters doing Where's well he from? I think he's from birmingham he's from the yeah. midlands yeah. fair play yeah, yeah. But no, the prelims, the prelims were yeah. on fire what, last what night. What about the, the last prelim? Was uh, I loved the last prelim. Oh, Jung uh, Young Park and Rodriguez. Yeah, Gregory um, Rodriguez. They, that, them boys just went for it. Aye, aye, aye. They had about a minute of feeling out. They were like, right, okay, we'll throw some something here, something here. Not, not, no, no much, uh, not much power behind anything. And then after a minute, they were like, yeah, fuck this. Let's just go golden to blazing. Can't pronounce shit. Yeah, Rodriguez, um, his strikes seem to be doing more damage um, over the course of the first round. To me, anyways, it's just whenever he was hitting, whenever his strikes were hitting, it just seemed like he was getting a bigger reaction. It felt like if he keeps landing those, he is going to knock you out. He looked a lot bigger than um, yeah. Park as well. But Did you Park see the... Seemed, Park seemed so um, content to box with him and be like, right, I, I feel confident enough in my abilities, but he didn't really offer much... Um, power behind the shots it was more just throwing straights and sort of just trying to catch him and overload him and be like oh look at me I'm throwing hands here to try and disguise and so you can't throw back anything yeah throw anything back do you know what I mean what about the judo throw from oh, Rodriguez man, that was so slick that was so slick see as well like you know when someone you know when someone gets a good hip toss or a good judo throw whenever you land on them on the mat sometimes there's a bit of movement now the yeah, person like yeah. tries to roll over yeah, or tries yeah, to yeah. regular hips and get up straight away he just landed clean on top of it like it was <laughs> static whenever they hit the mat it was just static there was no movement so as like that well. is the most perfect judo throw i've ever seen it's like ronda rousey yes yeah it was unreal so the prelims the whole card last yeah, night it was brilliant oh, like it was that's brilliant like, sometimes the fight nights are better than that's, the box yeah, office fights earlier, like some like you, you for not knowing much people on the card like it actually turned out to be brilliant because they all want their their chance to shine like do you know what i mean so but speaking of box office fights benjamin yes what about the box office fights next week oh ufc 267 i'm excited i'm excited unreal jan blahovich versus glover Teixeira. i mean i think see this next week right is everyone 
if you've been a fan of uh, mixed martial arts, MMA in general, not just UFC, you would want to see Glover Teixeira win a belt before he retires. Yeah. Every single person would agree on that. He's just such a nice guy. He's had some, uh, what do you call it? He's had such a tough, uh, uh, what do you call it, career. Like, he's a, ups and he's down. a warrior. He's such a roller coaster. Like, he made such a warrior. He's an absolute... How many fights has Glover Teixeira had where he was losing and came back oh, and yeah. just he's, smoked them he's, uh, and see over the, and over again. See, to be fair, see the people that have beat him, they're all world-class. Like, they're yeah. no joke. Like, they're absolute monsters. The Gustafson knockout. Oh, I mean, oh. Anthony Johnson as well knocked him out. DC beat him. Like, but the see the Gustafson knockout that he got over Glover? That might be the cleanest hands you'll ever see. Like the and three put, uppercuts and then the way he angled off to the side before throwing the overhand and all oh my for days. a fella that's six foot two or three for fucking weighing two hundred and five pounds yeah. be that slick is just not it's honestly so if like, if anyone listening has never seen Gustafson's knockout against Glover Teixeira go and watch it pause this podcast yeah, go and watch it yeah, and then the, come back and listen it's man. it is the cleanest hands you will ever see in a UFC fight but. Uh, Anyways, I do hope I do hope Glover does it. I actually I really like Jan Blachowicz. Same. I'm a same. big fan of Jan Blachowicz. Same. I think he's a really good fighter. Same. And he doesn't get enough credit. He doesn't. And but I, I don't see him being the one that's gonna hold the light heavyweight crown for. Yeah. I, think it, I I I hope it goes to Glover. But do you know I think your man uh, Prohatska. Oh, he's up, scary. He's coming up. He's like, scary. He killed Dominic Reyes with the elbow. Yeah, he killed Dominic Reyes. He's, he's no scope he's elbow. Dominic Reyes is currently in the shadow realm getting really <laughs> He's trying to come back like Darth Vader or something. That's what he needs. Do you know what I mean? Because Dominic Reyes is good, like, but he needs to go back and reset and get into that John Jones fight mindset. Yeah, but I mean, realistically, Jan Blachowicz is probably going to win next week. Yeah, but yeah. My, my heart's that man would put yeah my heart's my heart's with Glover. Yeah, for the OGs, we need Glover to do. Definitely, he deserves definitely. a belt. Hundred percent. And then the co-main event. Piotr Jan versus Corey Sandhagen. What a fight. Mate, that fight's gonna be insane. And it, it's so it's so uh, crazy the way he lost against T- T- TJ and now he has to fight, you know, for well, the entrance. But it, uh, yeah, he did. He lost really on lose. the he lost on the cards. This is what I was actually thinking about the other night. Whenever you fight, I think it was actually against oh, was it Onama? Well after his fight it was like do you know, some losers aren't really losses in MMA. Do you know what I mean? Like, you've learned so much and you have Some losers aren't really losses. Yeah, some losses aren't really losses. <laughs> yeah, do you know what I mean? Like, you fought such a good fight and you had such a good experience in there that you didn't really... You won. Do you know what I mean? Like, Darren Till said against Robert Whittaker, he lost, but he won. Do you know what I think the problem is with that and where that stems from? What? It's the 10-9 system. Because... You've got five-minute rounds, okay? Yeah. Let's just have a hypothetical fight here that's five rounds. Right, me and you are fighting. I win. You win, <laughs> you win rounds one and two. Fuck like, yeah, dude. Dominantly, right? Like you're, ten eights, bro. You, yeah, not ten eights. They're not ten eights, but your two rounds that you win are more impressive than the next two rounds that I win. So okay. you, you win one and two, and I win three and so, four. So you say you score mine ten nine? Yeah, but there's still... So what I'm saying is, right? So in your first two rounds... You absolutely smoke me. Yeah. Do you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah, My yeah, next yeah. two rounds, I just edge them. Okay. And okay. then the fifth round, I edge the fifth round okay. as well. Okay. So on the cards, 
I've won three rounds and you've won two. Yeah. But see the two rounds that you won? Yeah. They were so much more... They should be scored more. Yeah, more they points. were so much more impressive than the yeah. rounds that I yeah. won. So you have this sort of open opinion of, well, yes, he won three rounds and he only won two, but his two rounds were so much better than your three rounds. I suppose it's quite subjective as well because you have to look at it like your three rounds, like you, you, if you just won them, you're still fighting your heart out to win them rounds. Do you know what I mean? You're, you're trying to win and like you may have won that round so yeah right and then you won the next round and then you won the third so you rightfully won three rounds do you yeah because I, mean? I feel like that's what actually happened in the tj Corey fight tj yeah. won three rounds yeah but the two rounds that Corey won yeah he did so much so more, much more yeah, damage yeah, than yeah. tj did and in the whole and fight that's what ended up getting Corey the the title shot because he done so much yeah. damage to tj but that, that's like you were saying, you know, sometimes you lose a fight, but... <laughs> it ends up being a win. He, yeah. he actually does so yeah. much more damage than TJ Dillashaw. He t- takes him out. You can't fight for the well, here anyway, TJ. Yeah. Set his head, brother. That's the thing. He, he fucked up TJ, and now TJ can't fight for that's, the belt. That's, uh, that's so now he has to fight for the uh, belt uh, instead. I just see Corey sitting in his living room with a cigar. I, I love it when a plan comes like <laughs> Like he meant it. Yeah, literally. But Co- Corey's so explosive. He's so good. But it's going to be so exciting to see how Peter... Or Piotr Jan deals with him. Please don't break my arm. Piotr's gonna smoke him. It's gonna be it's it's gonna be really based on how he approaches the fight. Do you know what it is? He, if I he think comes like he usually does. It's gonna be yeah. like how is Corey gonna react to this? And the way Piotr Jan fights, it is so hard to break down. Yeah. I don't see a lot of people in the bantamweight division being able to do it. He's a tough son of a bitch. It's not. It's 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 how tough he is, but also the way he figures people out. Yeah. See in the first Such round. See when he comes out in the first round. I think after five minutes he has you. Yeah. He's yeah. got your movements. He, he. It's basically you're a computer. Whenever yeah. you're fighting Peter Jan. Yeah. And see the first. See the first round. He's just downloading all the information from your computer, and then the next four rounds he's going to use that against you and you start picking you apart. Do you think it's because he's a wee bit? of a psychopath that he's like I want to kill you <laughs> so much I'm just going to learn everything you do and I'm just going to like we, you know like an AI system yeah. it learns everything about you and does, that's like Piotr Rihanna yeah. fighting I'm going to learn everything about she, uh, you and just fucking kill you a lot of his fights that I've seen see in the first round he comes out in a, a nice um, it looks like a conventional boxing stance or no conventional Muay Thai stance yeah. and he has yeah. his uh, he has his lead hand far stretched yeah. um, trying to fight the hands a wee bit um, but he doesn't really throw a lot. He's just using his movements, and whenever he does get hit in the first round, he doesn't react to it. He doesn't. He barely even acknowledges it's like a it. He just yeah. Move. And all you've done there is give him information. Like, okay, now I know what what kind of movement you do when you throw those strikes. Okay, now I know what type of movement you do when you throw those strikes. And see, the next time you go to do that again in round yeah. two, bang, you're getting countered. I was I was listening to a podcast, and I can't remember like who the people were, but what they said was. Who who's like the was it the the hardest hitter? Oh, uh, John Anik. Yeah, it? yeah, it was John oh, Anik. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, I know what you're about I, to I say. Was never, yeah. I was never. Um, I, I'd seen Pewter Young fight before and never thought he oh he hit, this guy who hits really hard, or whatever. But when I watched that man live, it's like you hear the shots he hits people with. It's like oh my god, it's just yeah, insane. like it, it hits different like, in real yeah. life. Yeah, um, Pewter Young speaking on his part, he was like. I don't at any point try and be like, oh, I'm going to go for the knockout here or like try and hit this fellow with as much power as I can. He's like, I just use my inner power and I was like, oh my God, he wants to kill people. Like he <laughs> sure is here. genuinely. Did you not see the video came out uh, during the week there of Pewter knocking out one of his sparring partners? No, I haven't seen it yet. You told me to watch oh, it too. Oh, it was so funny. 
Yeah. Well, not funny. It's not yeah, funny. Yeah, yeah, maybe well, not funny. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. it was more sort of Pewter's reaction yeah, to it that was yeah. funny. Um, oh, crazy. He, they were just sparring, crazy. and he threw a, he threw a one-two, and then a head kick after it. And the boy he was sparring leaned his head clean into it. <laughs> That's not oh, you, Don't what do, you that. Don't do you that. Don't do that. Don't do that. And do you, uh, do? you see everyone in the gym stand up like, oh fuck! And Pewter's just walking about like, I kill people. Whatever. <laughs> No mercy, Pewter. Yeah, none. And then Islam Makachev versus <gasps> Dan the Hangman Hooker. Oh, man, I can't gonna, wait for that yeah, fight. That's, that's going to be class. And, you know, I actually respect Dan so much for taking that fight. And the fact that, <laughs> do you remember when he um, he was doing a press conference, open media, and he was like, everyone's expecting me to get bait here. He's like, but I know I'm not. Like, he's, he's expecting, like, everyone expects him to get slaughtered, but he says he's not going to get slaughtered. I believe him. I believe he'll give uh, Islam a fucking tough, tough fight. Well, there's no Definitely. denying that Dan Hooker kickboxing is a lot better than Islam Makachev's yeah, kickboxing. So. I would say Dan so. Hooker's slick with a kickboxing. Yeah, yeah. Did you ever see him spawn, is he? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, oh, man, in uh, Tiger Muay Thai. Like, I love, I love watching that. Know what they're doing. Like, yeah. They're such elite strikers. Volkanovski as well. They changed the game. They, they're, they're so... Oh, yeah, they're one of the gems that revolutionized the uh, MMA. Faints? Definitely, mate. That's how you see yeah. the feints that um, their kickboxers are coming with. Izzy and stuff. Izzy change the game because you know that. Uh, you, do you know that back leg feint that Izzy always does? Yeah, the hip. It's so perfect. Yeah, yeah there's yeah. nobody in MMA that can feint that yeah, good. Yeah. I swear, there's it's, just something. It's a, big, it's a big part of what they teach yeah. down there, and they do um, fight simulators called Spider. Spider. It's called the Spider. The Spider. Yeah, so they try and fight. They like they put you through ah fucking the most intense shit you go through like working out you know what i mean and then they're like right you need to fucking like fight someone like not fight someone but do the pads or like you they break you down to that point where you can't go no more and they make you start working like it's it's incredible like it's, that doesn't it, sound fun no no uh, but it, it's what you have to go through to, to be a successful mma champion look at alexander Volkanovsky. went through the fire with bran ortega went through the fire mm. was near choked out guillotine was near submitted and with I, I i know in my heart if he wasn't down in city kickboxing doing them uh training sessions he wouldn't have got through that because mm. he's been there before so many times he's he, craig jones do you know how craig jones chokes alexander Volkanovsky out day and night when they go grappling probably uh, and you think uh, Brian Ortega is going to bring something that that's something that I actually thought that's weird that you mentioned it. I was thinking about this during the week about the head triangle that Ortega had yeah. I was like I bet you Craig Jones has had Volkanovski in a head triangle yep he's probably Volkanovski yeah. Volkanovski is uh, what he called is is not an absolute elite grappler he's an elite striker but yeah. he, he knows how to escape Fucking positions he's so his fundamentals are so right and he's such a yeah. hard worker and he never gives up is the reason he fucking survived. Craig Jones ain't no Brian Ortega. He's yeah. a thick boy. Aye, aye, <laughs> like, aye. No, what you mean to say is Brian Ortega ain't no Craig Jones. Aye, 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 I would love aye, to see aye. Brian Ortega and Craig Jones go for it. I don't yeah. know who to put my money on. Like Craig Jones? Every day of the week. Yeah. Every day of the week. Because he's six foot, like two, 200 pounds. Like yeah, he's big boy. Danaher death squad boy. Danaher death Seven squad. Seven days a week. The yeah, boys are nuts. Well, not a, they, they broke up now. Like that's pretty mad. Yeah, they're all split but up. But you know who else is? Do you know who else? I think has such good striking that uh, trains with Izzy and Dan Hooker. Brad Riddell. 
Oh yes, oh, his striking monster. is crisp. And he's another one that doesn't give up. Wants to yeah. keep going, and will just never. That's as a heart saying. of a their, their kickboxers have completely changed the game when it comes to striking. I really do think that. Yeah, yeah. Eugene Berman. Do you know what you should watch? Do you know what you should watch genius. if you haven't seen it? Anyone listening as well, if they haven't seen it, Israel Adesanya has a YouTube channel. Every, Israel Adesanya. Fuck up. Yeah. <laughs> so Izzy yeah. has a YouTube channel. He breaks down his fights. You should watch how he broke down the um, Kevin Gaslam fight because um, he pauses it at certain points and explains like the footwork and stuff. Yeah. And it's just really interesting to see like a high level fighter's opinion on on the fight. And on the fight down, and yeah. like um, just especially with the Gaslam one though, because he goes over like foot position and stuff, and it's mm. just so interesting to see like high end depth their striking really is. Yeah. The way Izzy yeah. is explaining, like there was one uh, he wanted to throw a straight right. But he was like, before I throw this punch, I need to make sure that my left foot is here and I need to make sure that his left foot is there and mm-hmm. then I can throw it. Yeah. And then that happens and then he throws the right. Oh my God. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's stuck yeah. and then you see it. Yeah. So if, yeah. if, if you haven't seen it, go and watch uh, Izzy break down his own that's, fights. That, and that just shows you how much of a novice fighters we are as well. Yeah, you know we haven't I mean? got like, a clue. Yeah, we, we, like, <laughs> yeah. That in depth is just we're just talking fun. shit like we, yeah and especially seeing sparring like we just go for it like, oh, yeah, like there's no like, oh i'm gonna technically break this man down and do this and do that and nah i just, just i just want to land a head kick so i can tell everyone i want to land the question mark kick. yeah just so i can be like here lads land a question yeah, mark yeah. kick <laughs> literally literally the competition is just insane like and that's what uh, you respect you end up respecting so much like they are absolute ridiculous beasts like they're monsters yeah but um 267 next week is going to be amazing oh, and then 268 uh, yeah, the week after what about what about Usman and Covington too and here right before you say anything I have I've seen some pictures of, of Covington and he's looking a wee bit bigger but I don't know if it's going to be enough are you serious oh, Mate, you not on the Colby train? Get on the Colby train, choo choo, motherfucker! I, I, I just don't see Kamara getting (coughs) getting beat. I don't see what someone can put. Like Gilbert Burns hit him and rocked him. Like who else? Jorge Masvidal sort of rocked him. Colby rocked him in the first round. Colby of their first fight, three three rounds, but. When you were, wa- I watched the fight back and it was like he wobbled him Usman, in the first. Usman's just so, such a beast. Like he's such an animal. He's like a werewolf. He's just, he's like a bird. Do you know what I mean? He's just, oh, he's just. You don't want to deal with someone that's I, never going to go away and has got so much power that he's going to hurt you every time he touches you. For pure entertainment purposes, I want Colby Covington to win this fight. Yeah, but I, I don't. Yeah, I, I. That's what I bought into the first time, but. Now, if I was the uh, if it was the bat, Colby or Kamara's man every day of the week. I know, but I think Colby's probably the depend just because just because of the size. If Colby got up to what Usman walks around at and caught the same <coughs> as Usman, then yes, I would back Colby. But because he's his striking's a lot slicker, his movements a lot better. But is you know whenever you're you're facing someone like Kamara, there's a lot more. You have to just come with a lot more, like a lot more power. You know yeah, I 
No, I but I think um, yeah, no, that that was the story of the first fight was well, it was just a complete war, but you could definitely see the difference in the power behind the shots. You see, you see the combinations that Colby Covington was landing, and you look at the reaction from Usman. Um, he wasn't really getting any reactions. Maybe in the first round he did wobble him slightly, but whenever Usman would land his big right hand, it, it would send Colby back a couple of yards. Yeah, you know what yeah. I mean? Have to reset, whereas Usman might not have to reset. Whenever Colby was not in the strikes, he could just sort of stay in the pocket a bit. But, seeing the first fight, I don't give a fuck what anyone says, <laughs> right? Usman has this whole personality of being, the, like, wanting to be the GOAT and being, like, so professional and being yeah, the guy. and yeah. You know, like, just being the guy. He wants to be the guy. I am the American dream. Fake eye poke. That's all I'm going to say. Mate, I'm fake, fake crack shot. Yeah. Oh, he poked me in my eye. Oh, no, yeah. he didn't. He didn't right. come anywhere near your right. eye. I, I watched it, right? And I, and I right? Listen, I slowed it down. Colby Covington touches his eye. Oh, does he? But it's the fucking other eye that Kamara. It's the other eye. (laughs) Usman plays it off as the other eye. I was like, what are you doing? He mustn't have felt it. Do you know what I mean? It must have grazed like the top. It mustn't have actually went into the eye because it's hard to see from the from the camera angle. But Kamara Usman plays off the other eye. Come on, like it's so strange. You're like, what are you doing? And then the crack shot didn't even hit him in the dick. Hit him at the, at the belt. Aye. Do you know what I mean? Where the UFC we logo is. Yeah. On the shorts. That's where he hit him. And Mark not so Goddard. No. He, what, he, like you can see the reaction. Of <laughs> Mark Usman. not so Goddard. I mean, it's, oh, yeah, That's what I'm saying. Colby. Colby's, Colby's market, marketing these days is amazing. I but that's with the it. hookers. Have you ever seen him on Instagram with the hookers and all? And he's like, he's sitting there like, uh, what's up, nerds and versions? And he's like, <laughs> it's like, uh, all these promotions are not so funny. No, nah, he's like, so funny. funny. And that's character. it. See see that that whole eye poke um, business, you know, that's that's prime example of Marty Fake Newsman right there. Yes, like. mate. That's exactly the multiple personality disorder of Mar- <laughs> Marty Fake Newsman. But yeah, I, I want Colby to win and I want Glover to win next week. But we've definitely got some very fucking good fights coming up. Yeah. Um, we'll definitely be back next week for another podcast going over the yes. UFC 267 card. After Glover and... Uh, Bl- Jan Blachowicz yeah whatever. although that is also Halloween weekend so wait and and uh, Peter Jan and Peter Corey Jan Sanhagen and Corey Sanhagen. Sanhagen. yeah oh I mean it's such right, a good right. card oh so yeah God. we'll we'll definitely be back next week going over those fights talking more shit yeah um, hopefully we'll tune in and you like you like listening so. yep yeah. thanks for listening till next week see you later see ya